Hi guys, welcome back to Coffee Cake and Kegels. I wanted to jump on today um, for a few reasons. One being that both my children took a class, a kickboxing class, at my husband's gym um, that he goes to, that he belongs to. And I cannot tell you, aside from when they are in school, you know, and not just virtual, I never have time alone. So the fact that I have time alone, I was so excited. And I'm like, oh my God, what should I do? So I'm like, I could sit, of course, perusing, you know, um, social media, but you know, obviously what good would that really do, right? So I prayed, I saged my treatment room, um, because I have a client coming tomorrow. I'm very excited to uh, meet her. She's new. And I was like, oh my God, let me record an episode. So here we are. Um, So here's what I, I've been seeing so many posts on Instagram that are saying, you know, like reclaim your power, reclaim your power. And you know, that's great. That's great. However, what if we never had power? What if we, we never had power? we're not all, we're not all like born with this power, you know, and you know, we're not, because if we were born with it, it would come more naturally to us. We're not. It's something we kind of have to realize. And so I like the term step into your power because it's there waiting. We just have to kind of like, you know, knock, knock, knock on the door and say, hi, it's time now. I'm going to open that door and step right in. So that's what I kind of wanted to talk about today. I do have an episode planned for empathy, empaths. um, So that'll be coming up next. And so what, what got me to think of this was, of course, my own personal journey. And for such a long time, I knew I had a spiritual gift. If you've been a listener and you've listened to episodes now, you know that, you know, I've done episodes basically on living in a house that was haunted and, and things of that nature. So spirits would visit me as a child. I, I would have a sixth sense about things. I could feel spirits in other people's homes. I could feel the pain of others. And like most spiritual people, I've endured my own struggles and challenges I also never trusted myself. I constantly doubted myself over and over and over again. I could have been validated until I was blue in the face, but still, I did not believe wholeheartedly in myself. I just didn't. And I'm sure some of you listening can resonate, that resonates with you, because I really really do believe that we've all been there at one time or another in our lives, you know. And my ego would constantly lie to me. It would spin a web of lies, good and bad, about who I was as a person, who I am as a person. And I was constantly challenging my own integrity. You know, um, growing up, I would, you know, I would make fun of people because, of course, I wanted to be the funny one out of my friends. So I would, of course, make fun of the, at the expense of others, which was obviously wrong. But I guess that was my way of being the comedian, you know? 
And um, I don't like that person because that's not truly who I, who I am or who I ever wanted really to be. And that's what I mean by, you know, I would challenge my own integrity. So I would do things knowing it made other people happy or laugh or whatever. And I myself would not feel good about that afterwards. So that's what I mean when I say I would challenge my own integrity. And it even, you know, I still was doing that. I I still struggle with that because I like to make people laugh. And, you know, obviously anytime you are making people laugh at the expense of someone else is not right. So, you know, not that I'm saying I struggle with that so much now, but I struggle with other things. You know, obviously I'm not trying to meet new friends and make them like, you know, I, like at this point in my life, I don't really care if you like me or you don't, you know, <laughs> like it's that, it's that point. But recently I really feel that the veil has been lifted. I've come into my own and I feel, I really do feel I've stepped into my power. It's just one foot, <laughs> but I have arrived. Uh, no, of course I'm kidding, but you know, I know, I know now that I'm a powerful force. I know I am. And I don't pat myself on the back or need accolades. I did at one point in my life. Can't lie. Um, but I don't need that anymore. You know, I, I really have been learning to be so honest with myself in every aspect. When I get mad at my husband, I'm like, okay, wait, what's happening here? Why are you mad? What's rational? What's irrational? I'm always like talking to myself in my head. But I have challenged, you know, like I said, I've been challenging those areas of ego and codependency. And let me tell you something. They are sneaky bastards. They always creep up here and, you know, here and there. And that's why we always have to remember that we are works in progress. You know, we just, we're works in progress. And None of us are perfect because if we were, we probably wouldn't be here. We'd be, you know, I don't know, gods living on Mount Olympus (laughs) and even they had issues. So we can label this term, you know, like stepping into your power as a feminist term because that's what it keeps being advertised as, you know, and guys, anyone could come into their power and to say that men have always had power is really silly. Of course, a male-dominated society, of course, you know, going back in history, yes. But I know some men right now who are working so hard towards their spiritual goals and they are trying to step into their power. And I will not take that away from them. I won't take it away from women, men, rabbits. I don't care. I would not take it away from anyone trying to better themselves and step into that power and know that, well, I'll get into all that. So, you know, I look at it as coming into you, knowing what you want out of life, working towards your goals with integrity, with kindness, with compassion. And of course, the spiritual components. You know, there's a spiritual component, an emotional component, a physical, mental component, and they all kind of fall into play. But as a key, as a teenager, let's take it back now. I'm getting in the time machine, going back to the 90s. As a teenager, I would have totally thought this was a feminist term. 
I really would. I was raised like in the late 80s into the early 90s and feminism took on a role of women hating men. And I used to get made fun of it, honestly, for having such harsh views. Be I was a, you know, I was definitely like a man hater for, for a long time. I didn't want to get married. I'm sure you've listened to, if you've been listening, you've heard these things already, but I didn't want to get married. I didn't want to have children because women who lived by the constraints of the patriarchy did that. Not Stacy. You know, I, I was totally different. The thought of using my uterus to procreate was just <laughs> grotesque to me. I'm like, why do I have to have a baby just because I'm a woman? I'm not a farm animal. You know, my only goal is not just producing. Obviously, I was totally living in the third dimension, right? Because that's that's third dimension thinking. That's the polarity. You are on one side. You're not, you know, you're, it's, it's one side or the other side. You cannot see in the middle. Obviously, something has changed. But as I said, there are men I know who are trying to live their life with meaning and step into their power. So there are many human beings searching for what makes them happy, truly happy, and tapping into those areas of mind, body, and soul to find it. And I won't take that, I would not take that away from anybody. There is divine masculine and there is divine feminine. And we both have, they, they are both inside of us. If you're a woman, I hate to break the news to you, but you do have divine masculine in you. And just like we have to heal our mother wound, we have to heal our father wound too. We have both, you know, there's always yin and yang. So a good way for me to describe stepping into your power is with a reference. Not sure if you've seen the Disney movie Frozen. I mean, I'm sure most people have at this point or at least have heard about it. If you haven't, it's a movie about two sisters. One has special powers, but was always told not to use them because she could hurt someone. And in the movie, the sister with powers, her name is Elsa, steps into her power and accepts her gifts. But in the first movie, she's still really unsure of how strong she is. It's not until the second movie where she completely unleashes and knows that she is a force of nature. She completely loses the fear and masters her gift. And if you haven't seen these movies, I urge you to. They resonated so much with me on so many levels. And I was the juch in the movie theater, the grown adult crying because I'm like, oh my God, I totally got it. And my daughter was looking at me like, why are you crying? It's a cartoon, (laughs) but not to me. So how do we know we're beginning to step into our power, right? Like you might be asking yourself that, like how, okay, how do I know? Will I know? You know, are there... I don't know, procedures happening? <laughs> What's going to be happening? Is an alien uh, spacecraft going to come and beam me up and say, you step into your power now? Well, here are some ways you know if you've been stepping into your power. One of the first ways is you're no longer seeing yourself as a victim. We go through life often asking, why me? And my question is, why not me? Do people go through horrible and unspeakable, you know, and unspeakable events? Of course. Of course. You know, they do. We know that. But stepping into, into our power means 
that we take those circumstances, we take those adversities, and we identify with how those events shaped who we are and how we can help others from those, from those events. You know, living in our past keep us stuck in the victim mentality and it keeps us stuck replaying traumas over and over and over again in our minds. Now, I'm not saying it's easy to move forward. It is not easy to move forward. It takes a lot, a lot of work. And sometimes we don't move forward, you know, and that's okay too because it's your journey and, you know, every journey is individual to the person. But we can step forward and create a new narrative. We don't always have to be the victim. You know, being a victim is a choice. And I'm not taking it away from a, you know, you know, from a victim, but living in that mentality is, is a choice. So another way that we know we're stepping into our power is we've stopped operating on fear. You no longer allow your ego to talk you out of things that you've always wanted to do or try. You understand that, and I've said this so many times, fear is a liar and has only held you back from living your best life. Now, hear me out. Does fear get the best of me still sometimes? Fuck yeah, it does. It does, absolutely. But I always catch myself now where, you know, prior to this time in my life, I would have, it would just would have unraveled, unraveled and became, forget it. Like I would have been swirling out of control and it would have just been a shit show. I know, I, I now catch the fear. I catch it and I, I you know, I, I speak to it, not to sound like, oh, you know, a cuckoo, but I, I do speak to it and I say, you know, this is not reality. You know, this is something that's being spun. And I am in control of whether I want to spin it or whether I want to stop it dead in its tracks. And that's the difference. Another way that you know you're stepping into your power is that you're following through with what you say you will do. This is where integrity comes in, guys. You stop procrastinating and you leave your comfort zone. And I know it's hard. And this is something I still struggle with. You know, (laughs) there have been times where I would want to give up, throw the towel in, I'm done, this isn't for me. But it's so worth it to not give up. Stay the course. Another way you know you're coming into your power is that you're setting goals. You're, you know, I was going to say you're, but I mean, well, you are, same thing. You are manifesting. You're no longer daydreaming. You're creating clear goals and reaching them. Let me tell you a little side note manifesting story. So, you know, I'm taking, you know, courses to continue, you know, um, growing in in my healing, you know, healing uh, practice and things of that nature. And I just keep saying, you know, when I pray, I, I do ask for the ability for funding so that I may take these courses so that I may continue to grow and help the people I serve because that's how I feel I'm I am you know I'm serving so I never bet on anything I don't believe in betting I'd rather like take my money and go buy a pair of shoes 
but a friend of mine was like, I have Super Bowl boxes. I don't even watch the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, yes, we have it on every year, but like, I'm not really paying attention. So I said, she's like, do you want boxes? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Give me two. So she gave me two boxes and then she's like, okay, so pick the numbers. I picked one number. The other number she didn't have. She gave me a few numbers. I closed my eyes. I took a deep breath and I picked a number. So I won. And I won money that will fund my next course I'm going to be taking. I cannot tell you how grateful I was for that. So that's another step. (laughs) That's another how you know. I'm not talking like money is just going to pop out of the blue, whatever. Like I consider myself lucky and grateful, but I know I manifested that. I know I did. I've been actively praying for doors to open so that I could fund these courses I want to take you know, specifically asking for those things and they're coming and I'm very grateful, but you're setting your goals and you're manifesting. You're no longer daydreaming about it. You are creating clear goals and reaching them. Also, I'm not just saying, you know, I want to manifest a thin body. No, I don't mean that. I mean, you know, you want to change your career. You're going to go and do it. You're not going to keep saying, oh, I just wish I wasn't a teacher anymore. I really wish I wasn't a teacher anymore. You're going to actually say, I don't want to be a teacher anymore. I'm going back to school. You're going to change it. The next way you know you are stepping into your power is you're expanding. And when I say expand, I mean in knowledge. You're taking classes. You might go back to school. Um, You may take an art class. You might want to learn different spiritual modalities. You've always wanted to paint. You're going to take a painting class, an art class. You are growing and nothing is holding you back. The next one, how are you stepping into your power? You're changing your routine. You're not just coming home from work, throwing on your PJs, sitting on the couch in a box, um, a pint of Ben and Jerry's, although that sounds delicious anymore you know and like I said there's nothing wrong with that but rather than going to the you know but rather you're going to the gym you might take a spin class you might go to yoga you're you're not eating from the same drive-through anymore but nurturing yourself with meals that really feel good that make you feel good all around you know that's another big step Another way you know you're stepping into your power is you're leaving behind old habits. Maybe you quit smoking. You used to socially drink and you don't drink anymore. It's so funny I'm even saying this because so many people I know who are stepping into their power and growing spiritually and everything, they all used to drink. And now they're like, I just can't stomach it anymore. I don't like the taste of it anymore. I just don't want to do it anymore. And that's a huge sign of ascension. That is a huge, huge, huge sign that you are ascending and you're growing and you're able to leave behind those old habits that really don't serve you. They don't serve you. And if you still like to have an occasional drink, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not judging you or knocking you or anything like that. But it's like take notice of the little tiny things, like little things you're just changing in your life. Those aren't just little things. They're huge. They're huge. You know, maybe you 
you're not allowing people to walk all over you anymore. You're setting boundaries and you're sticking to them. That's another one. And what's the last way? The last way that I could that I could think of how you know you're stepping into your power is you're getting to know yourself. You're working on you emotionally and spiritually. Maybe you're learning mindfulness. Maybe you're doing self-inflection, self-reflection. You're doing shadow work. You're experiencing ego death. By the way, if you're confused with any of those terms, they're on uh, other episodes. <laughs> Not shadow work, but ego death. You're learning to identify triggers and manage emotions. You're doing the work. No one's doing it for you. You're not having a hissy fit and saying, hold my beer while you go scream and yell. You're doing the work. You're maybe having the hissy fit, but you're acknowledging why you're feeling that way. And you are apologizing for it afterwards or saying, okay, I know next time not to behave in A, B, C, D. Whatever the case is, you're doing your work to work on yourself, which kind of sums up basically all the other things I said. You know, 2020 was a shit year. I think that's something we can all agree on. It doesn't matter what you are, what your beliefs are. We can all agree. And yes, of course, it was a year that, you know, like all those memes going around that were like, oh, 2020 was a horrible year, but look how much we learned. And yes, of course, because every struggle We try to see what we could learn from it and how we could help others. So yes, definitely. I agree. Family spent more time together, things of that nature. But that's also minimizing what was going on in homes where it wasn't so kind to children and women. It wasn't so kind to the mentally ill. You know, it just wasn't so kind. So that's why I say it was a shit year. And it was a year of uncertainty. Tremendous amounts of fear sadness, you name it. And I'm not here to tell you that 2021 is going to necessarily be better. But our future is what we manifest it to be. If we constantly live in this idea, you know, idea that, oh my God, I can't believe what's happening. You know, it's so terrible. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be. Or we can say, I'm going to shut that TV off. I'm going to walk away from it and I'm going to live my best damn life. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to live your best damn life. Big difference. It's all about choosing, right? If we learned anything from 2020, we learned that our time is limited. We, we, you know, we have witnessed freedoms rendered. TV, social media, pushing fear-mongering at levels we have not seen in our lifetime. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a choice. We have to say, we have to step away from it. You know, and with that said, you don't think it's time to step into your power? Right? I mean, look at what you've been through. Girl, come on. You've been through hell and back just in 2020. Forget the rest of this shit you've been through in your life. <laughs> this was a really hard year. So it's time. It's just, it's time for you. Unleash the person you were meant to be. Let go of the people, the places, the things that no longer serve you. 
and step into the best version of yourself. Step in. So I gave you guys like 10 seconds to like really let that resonate. (laughs) And as always, thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast, please click subscribe so you can be updated on future episodes. Happy healing.